7.24 on the uh, on a Wednesday morning. Joining us now in our studios, we have Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell and City Administrator Ben Martin. Good morning. Good morning. Once again, thanks for coming in today. You can call us different names if you like. <laughs> really? I think we do that sometimes okay. to you. We'll have to do that. Yeah, I'll have to. <laughs> Earlier, uh, Rich was referring to Taylor Swift as uh, T-Swizzle. So oh, maybe we can get something clever like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. I, Do I'm, we get a say in choosing our other name? Because I think I maybe want one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah I don't, I don't have a... You can't pick your own nickname. Right? Yeah. Goodness. Goodness. No. Uh, let's, Sorry, uh, we let's, Oh, no, that my papers have gone everywhere. <laughs> we, have a, we have a council meeting yeah, <laughs> last yeah. week to talk about. Yeah. Um, Let's our last night. I should say, to talk about as we regroup. Yeah, a uh, number of things going on. Nothing, you know, really. Uh, no big hot topics, but of course they're all important things. So let's let's start off with uh, s- uh, some of the surface water management. You had uh, some amendments. You had some public hearings on some changes that you're going to make to the surface water management. Uh, doesn't sound important, but it is. Yeah, I wish we had some surface water actually to manage this yeah. year. It's been pretty dry. Yeah. I- I heard that, right, mm-hmm. that it's a little dry for some of our farmers out there. So surface water, managing surface water management really matters when you have a major rain event. And uh, you really feel the the importance of how that is managed in those uh, major storm events. So this is really an update of that MS4 permit. As Sean Simonson said last night, it's the municipal separate storm sewer system permit Mm -hmm. and it's something that we work with the mpca to really um, ensure that our ordinance is up to date it's utilizing new rainfall data which again is really important when you have a major rain event so um, it's just some really important changes i think one of them that uh, they highlighted last night is that there was a major change that includes the addition of a 10,000 square foot threshold requirement for grading permit applicability. There you go. So this just really technical, but again, just also really, really important because you don't control where the water goes unless you think about that in advance and know and understand the topography and the changes that really need to be in place to ensure that you don't end up with water in places where you don't want it. It always runs downhill. We do yes. know that. So, <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's move on from that because I want to talk about uh, energy and clean energy. Northfield, yeah. part of our climate uh, uh, program is to have uh, a, a with zero carbon footprint by the year 2030. Tell us about that. All right. Uh, Yeah, this is uh, a really important part of the council's adopted climate action plan back in 2019 of being the community goal of 100% carbon free by 2040. And really primarily the energy sources of buildings is really where where that's focused at. And uh, we have a public, uh, we have XL Energy, who is a publicly regulated uh, provider of gas and electric here in Northfield. So we cannot do it alone. We'll really need their participation to make any kind of improvement on that and we'll also need help from the state of minnesota to achieve these goals uh, as well uh, because the legislature is responsible for spending some of their dollars that they have that are taxed on uh, xl energy 
for sustainability and uh, can help with regulation and putting these things into place. But the city um, brought a specialist on board, uh, Nokomis Energy, to assist in creating a clean energy transition plan to really look at scenarios that we might, as a community, be able to be successful at meeting those goals um, in partnership uh, with XL Energy. So creating strat by creating some strategies and ways that Excel could benefit from it and also the community, we're hoping that that will strengthen our partnership and one of the, uh, to be able to actually be successful in this. And uh, one of the things that the consultant talked about was just the importance of, uh, in order to move these things along, it really takes support of a community to do so. Um, and uh, Northfield has been a leader in uh, residential, as example, residential solar panels on homes, but we've run into a problem where um, the grid, the electric grid really can't handle it in many parts of our city without major investments. And what we've seen here locally is Excel Energy would say, okay, if you need an extra $10,000 investment in order for our grid to be able to take this on at your particular home, you gotta pay for that and come up with it because it's not within our plan. So we have a lot of areas of town that meet that uh, type of a situation. Um, so there's a number of strategies that, um, that they've developed. Uh, the council got an initial review of those. It'll be going back to Environmental Quality Commission coming back. But some of them include things like some solar, uh, community solar uh, gardens um, around the community, kind of on the outer components, and then also utilizing uh, major ba battery storage near our substation on Highway 3. We primarily... Uh, power comes in and gets brought down to a smaller scale to go out to homes at our substation off of Highway 3 and uh, a little bit down in Dundas too. There's a substation there, but we're primarily focused on the Northfield one. And so one of the things too that gets, gets pretty complicated is, is you could temporarily store this new clean energy that it might have by putting into these large battery packs to then be able to go back onto the grid um, to be able to do it. There's other things, too, like just taking advantage of software applications and things to manage um, how the power goes out. And there's a lot of technical challenges, too, because the later phases of the plan also gets into things like if you put a solar panel on your house, getting Excel to have a system that can kind of take that and give the homeowner a little more control of when the power goes on and off, which we don't have. People, A lot of times they might be talking about smart grid type things out in the community, but it's uh i would just say it was it's a super technical kind of uh analysis i personally uh ha, did, didn't have much of any experience we've i've i've come from communities where we've had municipal uh, electric utilities in my prior cities that i worked in uh, as an administrator but we had a whole separate utility commission who really was responsible and they had their own director on it as well so I didn't get get quite into that but um anyway uh uh, it's kind of some of the components of uh, what they talked about last evening. Now, of course, uh, a large part of our carbon footprint is uh, vehicles. Northfield has a whole fleet of vehicles. Was that is this part of uh, the uh, plan that was discussed last night, or is that totally separate? I would say that was separate. It was really mm -hmm. focused on the the energy focused on buildings um we did have our electric vehicle charging event this last weekend that i wasn't able as out of town i wasn't able to get there but um heard it was a success but we're also the city council's been approving uh our fleet changeover kind of separately from last night's meeting for our for our city vehicles to either go to hybrid or electrics or be testing out our first all electric uh, police squad and certainly in the home that's an important thing i guess related to um Charging is that we'll, we'll want to make sure that people have the right electrical when new houses are built so they don't have to later pay for upgrades to it. And um, also 
um, might be other smart grid type of things related to the to the charging in the home to get into that, but not really in the weeds on the report uh, specifically. All right. That, uh, yeah, you, you were at the electric event, weren't you? I wasn't able uh, to be there. Okay. So I was up at Redhead <laughs> near Chisholm in the, in the boonies up there watching my son uh, race in mountain biking and get completely covered in mud. I have pictures. <laughs> it's pretty amazing with those. Uh, what that team goes through, pretty fun, but yeah, so I'm sorry that yeah. uh, missed it. Sometimes, you know, being a parent, yeah, right? Yeah, it takes s- priority. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a, it. Was a great event, really a yeah. wonderful event. I got to drive a Polestar, uh, right. which is an electric vehicle, and yeah, what they 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 talk about the performance of these vehicles, they being the uh, you know, uh, manufacturers and such, yeah. and yeah, it's all real. <laughs> You hit the gas pedal and they go. No <laughs> doubt about it. I, I like that. Did you, you test that part, Jeff? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Just wondering. Well, the guy insisted, get on it, get on it. You know, it's like, okay, well, whoa, yes. G-forces all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a great thing. Uh, I want to thank the, well, the city for working yeah. in conjunction with uh, Northfield Shares, the Northfield uh, Rotarians. The Rotary Club has done a great job of, of uh, forwarding uh, – uh, eco-friendly ideas and, and climate-friendly ideas. So, yeah. uh, great job by all of them. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, what you're going to do with the Northfield News Building. They're not in it anymore. You don't. Uh, uh, are the the liquor store eventually will go in there temporarily, uh, but in the meantime, you've got some plans for the short term. Yeah, it was really an excellent opportunity to really uh, house and kind of extend the Riverwalk Market Fair's opportunity to sell goods to our, our community and support kind of that entrepreneurial business culture that we have here and that we really want to encourage. Uh, so the, the Northfield News Building is uh, vacant, right? And so this really helps us to be able to meet a need and it's just an excellent, it was an excellent opportunity, and I'm so grateful people saw that and were able to move on it and make it possible so that Riverwalk and all of our vendors down there that are have been in the summer months when it's nice and warm can now be inside where it's also going to be nice and warm, hopefully, right? <laughs> um, it's just a great partnership. How long do they plan on doing that? Is that a seasonal thing for Christmas, or will they be going on year-round? Do you know yet? Yeah, so the the agreement is actually just for the 2022-2023 winter season. So it's no, each Saturday, November 5th through December 17th from 10 to 2, as well as the first Saturdays of January through April. Again, that 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. time frame. And if you're wondering where it is, just... Go through that that Fifth Street intersection there at Water Street and look to your right and you'll see Kathy Ness' beautiful uh, artistic handiwork uh, in the windows there as I, I saw on Facebook, right, that she's <laughs> painting <laughs> and creating some really handiwork to help advertise, right? All right. Well, Take the time to stop to in and by. check it out. All right. Be looking forward to doing that. Yeah, right across the street from the liquor store, so you can stop in and grab a <laughs> bottle of wine for the holiday season to bring home for your par- parties and stuff, too. So, And I would just say, too, is that like, I, I had only been in the building one time, but um, I think it's going to work really wonderfully for a layout-wise for it. It really is set up well for some, this, uh, this type of a use. So I'm excited to see what they come up with uh, for layouts on that. Yeah, looking forward to that. I, it's been a long time since I've been into the uh, what was then the Northfield News. So 
I'm going to have to go in and check it out. Anything else from last night's meeting or anything going on in town you'd like to mention? I don't think so. All right. Um, All right. Our work is done here, then. (laughs) All right. We'll go with uh, (laughs) Bizzle Marzle. I'm trying to think of a nickname for you. I can't really come up with one, but by by next week, I'll I'll just call you Jeff. Okay. Great. (laughs) Keep it simple. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. That is uh, Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell and City Administrator Ben Mardig. You're listening to 95.1 FM at AM 1080, KYMN Northfield. We'll have Rich in local news coming up in just a moment. State news is next. At Great Rivers Mutual, you get the coverage you need from the people you know. And we will be there for you when you need us most, because at Great Rivers Mutual, we grow trust locally. With 18 agencies and over 100 agents across Minnesota, including Northfield, Kenyon, Wanamingo, Goodhue, and Lakeville areas, our agents provide friendly, personalized service and know how to build a customized insurance package to fit your needs. For big company amenities with a small town feel, visit GreatRiversMutual.com to find an agent near you. Minnesota News Network. Good morning. I'm Brent Palm. The sharpest exchange in last night's debate between Governor Tim Walz and Republican challenger Scott Jensen came when Walz was asked what he would have done differently during the 2020 riots. Walz said sitting on the sidelines and critiquing isn't what governor is. I'm proud of Minnesota's uh, response. I'm proud of Minnesota's first responders who were out there from firefighters to police to the National Guard to citizens that were out there. You heard it here. Governor Walz just told you I am proud of Minnesota's response. Wow. I said I was proud of the first responders. You may not be, but I was. Jensen fired back the National Guard. Tim Walls didn't use them when they could have restored safety, security, and lawful behavior. Walls shot back President Trump's Secretary of Defense. His assessment of this was is that Minnesota had to write the book on this. They had to build the plane while they're flying it. They also debated abortion with Jensen saying he wouldn't ban the procedure in the state if elected governor. A Rochester man will spend 